All-Ireland final in 2018. Watched it in Cook Park and I thought I was going to throw up. Like, it just, it was a horrible feeling. You wanted to win, but you just felt like, oh my God, if, if they do win, they haven't been there. Like, is it worth it being over here? Subscribe to the OTBGAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. So let me mention it. So a couple of weeks ago, was it last week or the week last before? Week. Last week, myself and yourself picked our Manchester United Premier League era top ten players. So mm. this wasn't a starting eleven. This was just our top ten players in any position, uh, in order, by the way, from uh, when football started in 1992. And uh, we got a little bit of criticism for for our teams. Certainly, Paul Scholes number one for me. Uh, led to a little bit of criticism we've gone for the Liverpool teams and the three of us have picked our Liverpool I haven't seen either of your teams so I don't know how similar or dissimilar our teams are going to be who wants to who wants to put their hand up first here go ahead go on, go on Shane you're the host ah here right we'll, why uh, do I have to start? take it down okay, there's my team in front of you so I've gone for just for the people uh, listening this morning as opposed to viewing Fernando Torres at 10 you've gone for Steven Gerrard twice no sorry that's that's a that graph <laughs> It's so good they put him in twice. I, I have my I have the picks I sent on right right in front of me here, so that's clearly not the team. Have I you like. gone for Stephen Gerrard number one? Steve McManaman is number okay. is number nine. Uh, number eight. I don't know if the rest of the numbers are affected. I don't think they are. Number eight, Virgil Van Dyke. Number seven, Sammy Hubia. <laughs> number six, Luis Suarez. Number five, Mo Salah. Four, Xabi Alonso. And then the top three: three Michael Owen, two Robbie Fowler, and one Stephen G. Let's do the other two now, and then we'll go back to them. Go on. So I'll go there. All right. So mine. For those who can't see, number 10, Alison Becker. Number 9, Sammy Hoopia. Number 8, Sadio Mane. Injured last night, didn't play. Number 7, Virgil van Dijk. And then 6, 2, 3 for me was very difficult. Mm. So 6, Michael Owen. 5, Fernando Torres. 4, Robbie Fowler. 3, Mo Salah. 2, Luis Suarez. And number 1, Stevie G. Okay. No arguments there so far. Nathan, you're at your 10. Yeah, I have gone with 10, Xabi Alonso. 8, 9 was Alisson. 8, Sadio Mane. 7, Jamie Carragher. 6, Jordan Henderson. 5, oh. Robbie Fowler. 4, Virgil van Dijk. 3, Mo Salah. 2, Stephen Jordan. I've gone with Luis Suarez as my number 1. Suarez is there for three and a half years only. That's the impact that guy had. So I think, 14. I think this is a different one to the Manchester United one because on Manchester United you're generally able to judge on a similar level in that they've all, almost all of them have won yeah, yeah. titles. Now maybe what they did in Europe should bring them to a, a higher level. Whereas for Liverpool, there's players with great longevity who maybe didn't win what they felt they should deserve to win. But I guess in both Gerrard and Carragher's case, they still won a hell of a lot of everything mm. except the Premier League title. Uh, Luis Suarez as number one. I understand the argument for Gerrard. And like it's a strong argument for Gerrard in terms of his brilliance, his longevity. Uh, the fact that, which I always find interesting, if you talk to the players of the Kenny Dugleish era, mm. almost all of them will say Steven Gerrard was Liverpool's greatest ever player, which I often find quite surprising. I, I never had a great love for Gerrard. He was obviously one of the greatest players for big moments. Like, he relished the biggest moments, like the goal in the 2006 FA Cup final. The more you watch it, it's one of the most insane goals you'll ever see. It's about <laughs> nearly 40 yards out. Yeah. Because the he was last knackered. kick of the game. He was and exhausted and he just uh, his it, technique it, helped him out. It's an insane quality. How can you Suarez above Gerrard? Because Suarez, so I've been covering the Premier League for probably 15, 16 years and that season Suarez had where Liverpool went very close to the title is probably the best individual I've season I've seen since then in how he elevated a side. The two that stand out are him and Gareth Bale in those couple of years. They were simply unplayable. Mm. That was a that was a 
I would say, a, a decent Liverpool team that he brought towards greatness. And you knew every week, every week, he was going to do it. I think in talent alone, that season was Jared one of the great. Did he though? Like Liverpool's greatest, and here, now you end up in a hammering Stephen Gerrard type scenario. <laughs> Tell us Liverpool's best in Liverpool's best seasons when Gerrard was there generally somebody else was the best player on the team whether it was Suarez that season Fernando Torres the influence of Xabi Alonso when they got to the Champions League final there's no doubt listen Gerrard is number two on the list here mm. uh, I just always find it very hard when I think of Liverpool in the Premier League not to go with Suarez because he was just unplayable he got to a level in the Premier League that season that few players of any club have got to mm. individually. Jordan Henderson is in there, Nathan. Well, anyone who doesn't have Jordan Henderson on this li- list has a complete lack of understanding of football oh, and importance to sorry. football. We're not all so football it men. would be it it would be insane not to put Roy Keane on the Manchester United list. Like Jordan Henderson has been as important for Liverpool as Roy Keane has been for Manchester United. Nah, no, he absolutely has been. You can sorry. There's a definite argument as to their greatness as a player, and if you're doing an all-time Premier League list, Roy Keane is well ahead of Jordan Henderson. You just have to look at the record of Jordan Henderson. There was a spell of four years where when Henderson was playing midfield, Liverpool lost three games. When he's not there, you even saw him, look at him Monday night when he's back in the team. The legs are obviously going, he can't do it as consistently as he could. His leadership, his drive, and his quality. Like, this comment that, you know, Alex Ferguson made at one stage about him not being able to run properly. These things have hung over him. He's the most underestimated player there has been of the last decade, by far. He is as pivotal as anybody to Liverpool's success. Now, he needed great players around him. Was he the greatest player in the middle of them? He had Salah, he had Van Dijk, he had Alisson, he had two unbelievable full-backs, he had Sadio Mane. But he was the glue in the middle of it all, and it's his decline. He is the one that is going to be most difficult to replace for Liverpool. Who have you left out, though, there? there? there, Everything Jurgen Klopp tried to do was built around him that gag impress that go 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 as John Giles describes it was built on Jordan Henderson being able to cover that ground and in every big game when you think back to the matches against Manchester City Chelsea Manchester United he was almost always one of the best players on the pitch so I would have no qualms whatsoever about putting Jordan Henderson in there in fact I was even considering him putting him a bit higher oh. he, was, he was 14th in my list um I think Jurgen Klopp is the making of him. I think, I think top 10, yeah. the only thing that suffered, uh, that Henderson suffers from, is that he had a slow enough start to his career at yeah, Liverpool yeah, yeah. when Kenny Dalglish signed him, and then he was unfortunately constantly compared to his then teammate Steven Gerrard. Yeah, and then, when, and then when, he, when he was at Sunderland, he was this technically gifted midfielder, almost almost in a kind of number ten-ish mould, and then got deeper and deeper. The higher he went in the levels there was players around him that were better and then it was when Gerrard left and someone had to stand up mm. and then Klopp coming in pretty much no, at that exact time after, after Rodgers one of the made key him. reasons Liverpool didn't win the league in 2014 was, Stephen, was Jordan Henderson getting sent off against Manchester City and being suspended for the final three games of the season and it was a better version of Henderson that came after that well, it was, that's but, that's, but even he, then he so it wasn't just when Gerrard left but you don't have Michael Owen in your team yet no and sorry you're, you're look, top 10 is it a recency bias when like McManaman's brilliance, so many people would feel of that era. He was one of the most talented English footballers yeah, around. Yeah. And Michael Owen obviously burst onto the scene, is a golden boot winner at 18. I just struggle to find in terms of his actual impact. It's because he joined United. No, I. I, I it was such a long time afterwards. It was a long time afterwards. There's definitely, uh, he would admit himself, like you know, Michael Owen, when we talk in terms of love of Liverpool supporters. His legacy, yeah. 
he doesn't have that because he went to Manchester United and Steve McManaman loses a bit of that as well because of the way three. he ended up leaving the club why would you have him three above Mo Salah why not why not above Mo Salah uh, uh, you don't have Xabi Alonso there Colin well hold on no Mike Lohan right, first of all right? <laughs> oh, on, no, no defend it no, defend it I, I didn't want to hear it because I, I had him really high and I really struggled with yeah, him. I I, I, where I did you have him I put him middle of the, middle of the list but I had okay. you I, where did I put him you had yeah, him sixth, sixth. I so I was going to put him about four right Ballon d'Or winner yeah, right. Fact, and also from 1997 to 99, he did his hamstring against Leeds at Ellen Road, and that was pretty much the beginning of the end because he kind of overplayed at that age. Mm. But remember when he played, came on against Wimbledon at Setters Park? Kenny Cunningham played in that game, yeah. and I had never seen pace, raw pace like it, with the arguable exception of Brazilian Ronaldo. I had never seen yeah. such pace and direct play. And there was the game at St James's Park against Newcastle when he absolutely skinned the defenders, put it in. He had that strange kind of outside the right chip dink finish into the far corner from, for those two years in particular and then the two years afterwards from about 99 to 01 he was a lesser version of himself but there was that famous game against Arsenal in the FA Cup to win the final yeah. in Cardiff blistering pace incredible finishing and basically impossible to stop and really what was the end of one was himself with the hamstrings other than that you're talking about a potentially multiple Ballon d'Or winning striker he had everything he wanted I as a centre forward I can't believe you've left, left him out oh, no, I think if Mike Lohan had stayed fully fit like you're potentially talking about one of Liverpool's greatest ever players and there's no way he would have ever gone near Manchester United yeah, because fitness. they would never would have uh, let him go it just felt at that time there was a real inconsistency to Liverpool I think all of these players had a big impact in rising the team above their level and yeah in 2001 when they won five trophies he was a a big part of that and he was there thereabouts I was definitely undecided about sort of 8, 9, 10 and even with Xabi Alonso there's a bit of Xabi Alonso there's a beauty to Xabi Alonso of you just want there him is. there but actually there is, Colin. is, is be- very tempted is because of that beauty I had him as 10th but I was, I was tempted to fourth. drop him only I'd, sent, only I'd sent it in already I don't think he was I don't think he's a top 4 player and I think half. he was a beautiful footballer there's no doubt about that yeah. and would Liverpool have won the Champions League final in 2005 without him coming in and sort of freeing maybe Steven nope. Gerrard probably not but I don't know if he just did it consistently I enough. I thought you'd be a Xabi Alonso man. Love Xabi Alonso. Absolutely my type of player. But the one argument against him for me was that I think he got better when he left Liverpool with Real Madrid and Bayern Munich. I think he became an even better player. And I'm trying to pick players here that absolutely peaked at Liverpool. Did you both have Torres in? Yes. No, I, d- I didn't have Fernando oh, did Torres. You know Torres in no, I think Torres burned brightly. I think he was a... I was going to say a score of great goals rather than a great goal scorer. He he struggled for consistency at times, uh, blew very hot and cold, and didn't in the way that Salah at his best, almost like Salah this year, he struggled to impact on games mm. if he wasn't scoring. There would be a lot of matches where, you know, one of the famous games where he scored twice against Chelsea in injury time and games like that where he wouldn't, he wouldn't do very much and then out of nothing, yeah. he's got himself a couple of goals. He was devastatingly brilliant in periods, but I think if you're looking back over the last you, 30 years, uh, is he a top 10? Like It's a remarkable thing the way Liverpool have consistently had their gone from Robbie Fowler through to Michael Owen, <laughs> little gap... And then you have 
Torres, Suarez, Salah. This was it's tougher than the United one, was it? 100% tougher. Liverpool have the, the collection of the best forwards in Premier League yeah, history, yeah. easily. Like, we haven't even touched on Sadio Mane yet. But the one thing about Torres, I do think he suffers from the perception of him post-Liverpool. Mm. And I think people really do forget Chelsea between years. when he signed in 2007, that first season he scored 24 Premier League goals. Mm. And up until about 2009, do you remember just around the 2010 World Cup when he got injured? And I think his last great moment for Liverpool was, funnily enough, against Chelsea in that November yeah. that he moved to Chelsea in, in the January when he scored that great goal curled it into the far corner I think w- when you're talking about technically gifted strikers Torres is way down the list there's better players than him played for Liverpool mm. but I think he maximised the ability that he had and had a phenomenal partnership with Steven Gerrard Did you both have Hoopia in? Yes No, it, no. I did Anyway I think Sammy Hoopia was a very very good defender but if we're talking you'd top Carragher, 10 you probably had him I, Carragher. I had Carragher and took Carragher out because I remember Carragher saying that Hoopia was, was the better player than him so I yeah. said oh, if Carragher says it then he won't mind me taking him out of the top 10 Yeah we'll admit it um, let us yeah, know what you think in the comments. There. Yeah, what's what are your Liverpool top ten? I, I find that difficult. I have to say, more difficult than the United one. Well, no, I, said, no I, 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 I think because you are judging us, so you're having to put Carragher and Gerrard, Alonso up against players who've won Premier League titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Different definitely like the, this Liverpool team have been by far and away Liverpool's best team yeah. of the Premier League generation. So, you know, I I was close to putting Trent in, to putting Andy Robertson in. That would have been too much. Yeah, too much I, recency bias. Oh, well, I haven't seen a player like Trent Alexander-Arnold. That's what I mean. Andy I, Robertson I, is Liverpool's. I haven't seen like a Liverpool's like greatest ever eleven was sort of set in stone for a long time. Whereas now, you know, Allison, Trent, Robertson, Van Dijk, Henderson, Salah, Mane are all probably pushing for it. This generation, it's like the Irish rugby team. Just before we go to yep. Martin Lipton and the ads, <clears throat> our own Dara Smith Nocton, uh, who's on workplace and does at the moment internship. Yeah, he has also got involved. Okay, and I just want to highlight that he's included Pepe Reina in his list at number ten. Dara. Come on. No Alisson. No Alisson. I mean, if you've ah. got to pick a goalkeeper, pick the current goalkeeper. I didn't pick Alisson. I didn't pick any Pepe goalkeeper. Pepe was a very likeable man. but Likeable man. But it helps him. It's like the opposite of Mike Lawn, yeah. Jersey Dudek. <laughs> yeah. Throw him in. Robbie Keane, a few of the comment- commenters were saying this morning. <laughs> Let us know in the comments who else you would have included in your Liverpool. So it's top 10 players of the Premier League year, but you have to do it in order. Don't cop out. Put them 10 to 1. And uh, let us know in the comments. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.